Hi. Subscribe to the Fashion League podcast. We're available on Apple, iTunes, or Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play, and wherever you can find podcasts. Leave us a review. Five stars. For this episode, I talked with Brian Murray Jr., the lifestyle editor at bestproducts.com. Best Products is a part of Hearst Digital Media. It's a website with a team that spends over 400 hours per week testing products and services for review across categories including fashion, beauty, food, tech, and home decor. Before becoming an editor at Best Products and working in the same building as me when I was at Oprah Magazine, Brian and I started as interns at fashion PR agency People's Revolution. While I remained on the fashion track and was later hired at People's Revolution, Brian, who started as a dance major, pursued opportunities in music PR. He interned for Atlantic Records, Columbia Records, and Def Jam. We'll discuss how he went from training to become a dancer with aspirations of moving to LA to now writing about the best gift ideas and the 54 best books from Oprah's book club. Go to our website, www.fashionleague.io, for show notes from this episode. Hey, Brian. Hey, thank you so much for having me. Of course. So let's start from the beginning. <laughs> Way back. Way back. Maybe where, what did you study in school and where did you go to school? Surprisingly, I actually started as a dance major. I went to Marymount Manhattan College mm-hmm. right here in New York. Uh, it's a small school, a liberal arts college right on the Upper East Side. And after two years, I just didn't want to do it anymore and decided to uh, switch my major to business marketing. Literally, what year was that? And what year was that in school? That was August 2012. Okay. So were you a junior? So I was going into my junior year. Okay, nice. And it was the decision was made, I believe it was like August 20th. So I emailed my guidance counselor and I was like hey I'm so sorry I was like I had an awakening I need to switch my major I'm gonna do business marketing and I set a goal for myself even though as soon as I said it I was like okay that might be unrealistic but I was like if I'm gonna do this I'm gonna have an internship every semester I'm gonna like bust my ass I'm gonna really go for it I'm not just gonna switch my major willy-nilly so it was August 20th and if anybody listening knows of an intern <laughs> experience, you usually get those in like March of the previous year. So I was a little behind. Um, <laughs> by like a weird twist of events, I somehow got an interview at People's Revolution. Little did I know they were like pleading for interns because it was two weeks prior to Fashion Week. So that's why I was directed to them. <laughs> I lost my. So I was also last minute. So we were both some last minute Nancys <laughs> yeah, here. They needed some yes. extra help. <laughs> but I remember it was really embarrassing. So coming from a dance major, I knew nothing about the business world. 
So I showed up, and I remember, I'll never forget it, I didn't print out my resume, didn't know that was a thing, and I couldn't figure out the door system. That's like the only thing they like grade you on. Did you bring your resume? I know. Did you give me a firm handshake? (laughs) My boyfriend, who's still my boyfriend now, he was like, Brian, You've been together that long? Yeah, it's been seven and a half years. Oh, my God. Yeah. He w- I when I like told him about it, he was like, oh, my God, I forgot to tell you. How did you not bring your resume? That's like the one thing that's the easiest check off. But I remember I couldn't figure out that door system because it was so hard to buzz up or mm-hmm. it just didn't work, that wooden door. And if you go there now where the offices are, there's a massive building that blocks the door with Don't shade. tell people how to get in well, the building. <laughs> no, no, no. Just there, it was under construction, so there was no building there. So the sun was beating on the door, and I remember I was in this blazer. It was awful. I went to H and M, got this little black blazer. And I everything. also wore H and M blazer. We probably <laughs> okay. had the same blazer because it was black, <laughs> and I got it in the men's section. Okay, okay, we probably <laughs> oh, did, no doubt. But I was standing there for a solid 15, 20 minutes until finally I got buzzed up, and I walked in there drenched. I think my jacket was wet. It was so, it was just awful. And so I walked in and I remember the girl who I was supposed to interview with wasn't there. I think she was out at a meeting. So somebody, the other girl, she left two weeks after we started. She left during freshman. Yeah. She was like, okay, I'll interview. And and she said, do you have your resume? And I was like, oh no. So then she was like, okay, I'll have one of the interns print it out. So somebody got the email, printed it out and handed it to me. And then when we sat in, oh, pause real quick. It was like I manifested this because over the summer, I was not enjoying the route I was going with dance. And I was working retail at Athleta on the Upper East Side, selling yoga pants. And my boyfriend and I binged the city with Whitney Port. And it was the weirdest thing. Why? I read Kelly's book, too. No, no, no. I didn't even I didn't want to go into fashion. It just manifested itself. We just binged the city. I read <laughs> Kelly's book, was in love with the whole Kelly Catrone, everything that she was about. And so it was just so weird that here I was in the little corner office that she sits and talks to Whitney, <laughs> uh-huh. except I'm talking to her assistant instead of Kelly. And her name she, was Casey. It know. had to be Casey because it's hilarious because that email where you applied for the internship, it was K.C or K.C, like the letters. And her name oh was also wow, Casey. Memory. So she was. I remember everything. That's why I was such a great assistant. Oh my god. That's why you excelled more than me. <laughs> but I, the first thing out of her mouth was, "I'm just telling you now. If Angie was here and you didn't have your resume, you wouldn't be sitting down for this interview right now." That's and the I was, only and like, I was critique. Like, <laughs> and I was like frozen. And I just remember trying like not to mention the show, not to mention. The awe of Kelly Catrone, but I definitely did my research. I knew what designers they repped and everything like that. And she was like, okay, I think we'll be in touch. And within the day, she emailed me and said, you can start. I was so excited. And then, I'll never forget, I showed up early. I think I showed up like a little before 9, and no one was there. So We're I was supposed like, to be there at 9.30. Okay, so I think I showed up at 9. I was way too prepared. And I was ready to go, and my sister had just moved to the city two days prior. And I remember we were so excited for my first day of this new business marketing career. And I remember being like, oh my God, this is so exciting. I'm not at school all day in a dance department, dancing all day. I'm out interning at an office. What did you like about interning at People's Rev? Well, (laughs) we'll get there. But I just remember she was like, let's grab dinner after your first day. I can't wait to hear all about it. And actually, the person who showed up after me early too was Alan. What? (laughs) (laughs) He was there. I think his first week was 
the week prior or he started yeah. two days before. And I was just telling him like, oh, he was like, I hope you don't have plans tonight. I was like, why? He's like, oh, because we get out at like like 11. He stole that line from someone. <laughs> someone told that to him when he started. <laughs> well, I was floored. I was like, you're kidding, right? And he was like, no, we... We got out at like 11, 11.30. I think last night we left at like 11.30. And I like internally was dying. Just because I wanted the experience, but like I didn't have a passion for fashion. Oh. I just wanted the PR experience. And I thought that was a great place to start, obviously. But, whoa, was I in for three months of a ride. So that was your first PR experience. What did yeah, you do was... after People's Rev? After People's Rev, I switched gears and I interned at Atlantic Records after that. Which was pretty awesome. What and was then that, like? that one was really cool. It was really hands on. My supervisors were awesome. Um, got along great, still in contact with them. It was just a really fun experience and polar opposite of fashion. It, just because I love music so much. You um, did love music. You would have music playing. And I feel like when I was doing something important and work related, you came over <laughs> and played. Iggy Azalea for me. Oh, that was, was Iggy. I was like, who is this? And I was like, okay, I'm into it. And you it. were like, well, you let me get back to work. Right. And I was like always looking to do something else. No. Besides, like, and then the you started dancing. I was like, uh, well, it's we were eating those seven snacks. o'clock. It's time to go. Yeah. <laughs> it was always time to go there. But after Atlantic, then I stayed on the music route and I went to Def Jam for the summer. So I was slowly completing my goal of having us internship every semester. So I don't know anything about music PR. You were in the publicity department. And what does that mean? Well, as an intern, I wasn't necessarily pitching, but I was getting the clips and prepping different reports for them. Oh, so you you had transferable skills because we were doing clips at People's Rev. Yeah. And so you knew. Yeah. So I knew the gist of collecting coverage and searching for coverage and putting it on a doc and cropping the photos and scanning stuff like that. And then after Atlantic, Def Jam, which was really cool because they actually have a little stage in their office. And when artists are in town, they'll perform. So the two ones that I saw. This is like a scene from Atlanta. One of the ones that happened while I was there, Big Sean was a cool one. He came in and performed. And then Chrisette Michelle. If for anybody, any R&B fans, no? Okay. (laughs) But that was cool. And then after that, I went to Columbia Records. Okay. I have to say Def Jam and Columbia weren't as hands-on, so I was getting a little bored. But both experiences were great, made a lot of connections, and everybody that I worked with was awesome. But then I was able to interview for PR internship with Bravo at NBC, which was the best. It was so good. Actually, I wasn't a Housewives fan going into that, but I studied it to make sure I knew what I was talking about during the interview and after. You are a studier. You knew the brands going into People's Rev, and now you know about the housewives. Are you a researcher? No, it's really embarrassing. Well, this is fun research. (laughs) Well, I made a PowerPoint presentation with a picture of the housewife, and then on the next slide, I had their name. So I would go through Atlanta, OC, Beverly Hills, but I would have the picture of the housewife, and then on the next slide would be the name so I could quiz myself. It was. I can't I know, take it. It was. It. I put a lot of effort into that. I was like, I'm gonna get this. It was the best four months ever. Um, still in contact with those people as well. It was so fun, and I got to watch the shows early. They have copies of them all, so like you're making copies to send out to press, um, to review the episodes, and I would watch them as I'm making the copies. It was. It was so fun. I got so. some early episodes as well. Yeah. Yeah. Which What's your favorite housewife or housewives franchise? I only watch Atlanta. Oh, well, it's the best one. It is literally the best one. Porsche is my favorite. I love Porsche. She's the best. 
So uh, first I was indifferent, but now I love her. I I want Nini's presence, but I dislike her. <laughs> yeah, I was re- I Is was that... disappointed with her this last season. I just felt like it was so much negative energy. Yeah, so that made and me I get dislike it. She was, like, her. Going through a lot. But I don't want her not on the show. Is True. That... But Why whoever her fr- T- Tanya, the fashion girl. I'm just like Nini. You're not. You have money. You're <laughs> buying labels. Wait, uh, what's the store called? Swag. Swag. Swag Boutique. It was yeah. ho- like. Swag is low. Okay. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> She's like, Tanya said she did a high low outfit and she had the swag sunglasses and I think Chanel <laughs> swimsuit. I'm like, in comparison, Nini, you need to calm down because it is low. I love that show. Okay. All right. We're getting yeah. too All right, yeah. uh, in the but weeds. We can with thank Bravo people. for my the internship for my love of housewives. But um, then I graduated and I actually moved to LA. What were you doing in L.A.? I didn't know at the time. <laughs> I just really always wanted to move to L.A. If I was going to continue to dance, um, L.A. was always in the back of my mind just because of commercial dance. There's a lot of commercial dance out there. Uh, so my boyfriend and I, we opt and moved. <laughs> um, but I started applying to jobs, had some interviews. I saved enough to like not have a job for like, three, three and a half months, so it was down to the wire. Um, and within two and a half months, I landed a job, and I um, worked in PR at DKC Public Relations. So you worked in PR for how many years and then switched to publishing? Out of college, mm-hmm. it was only like a year and a half because we moved back to New York oh, after a year and so a half. Oh, so fast. Well, it feels like forever, but um, yeah, we moved back, and I... Didn't have a job coming back, but my friend who worked at Hearst at the time was like, hey, this team, audience and partnerships, they're on the digital side. They're looking for an assistant. You would just be a shoe-in. You should just apply if you want to come back and get a job. Um, So I applied, and I got it. And one of my bosses was starting at the time. um, This is like three years ago. um, He was starting Best Products. And they were hiring and like looking for more stuff. And this was like new. Launch. Yeah, brand new site. It's an e-commerce site, um, covering basically anything and everything. And in my free time, he was like, "Hey, would you want to like write some stuff on the side?" And I was like, "Totally, let's do it." I've never really considered myself a writer, but willing to experience it. And let's go for it. Um, and then I started writing for them so much that they were expanding, and they offered me a full-time position. Um, and I didn't set out to be a writer, but I was like, sure, why not? This is a learning experience. So um, I took it, and here we are two and a half years later. Um, What's the favorite part of your job? There's a lot of free products. You can call a lot of stuff in um, because you need to test it. So um, that's kind of fun. Get a lot of free random things, lots of random things. Being lifestyle, it kind of covers anything and everything. So the weirdest pitches you could expect, I get them. What was the most unusual pitch you've either tried or um suggested (laughs) one that was like weird and i pitched it and we did it well i get a lot of random things that basically like we learned in pr you look at somebody's byline do they write things similar to this so it's a little questionable why people pitch me the most random things we wouldn't even cover on the site but um i just actually did a roundup on ball deodorant 
on what deodorant? Exactly. But I kept getting these pitches for ball deodorant, and I was like, um, is this like a trend going on? Uh, okay, I can't hear what you're saying. I really need you to Like hear. B-A-L-L deodorant. So yes, deodorant for like down okay, there. Okay, that's what. But <laughs> we could stop there. But I got like six pitches within two weeks, and I was like, is this like something that's like really common? Um, and sure enough, it was. And, you know, tons of people are actually looking for it online, so... Um, I did a roundup. That's pretty much the weirdest one I've gotten that I've pursued and wrote up. So we're going to play faux or fashion. Oh boy. <laughs> I'm ready. Of course you're ready. So I'm going to give you three headlines and you're going to guess whether it's a real headline, fashion, or faux. It's a fake headline that I made up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ready? Give it to me. Haley Beaver tried to trademark a beauty line but it was rejected because her husband already had the trademark. Is that a real headline or a faux headline? Her husband is Justin Bieber. I would say faux because wouldn't he be like, oh, don't waste your time. I already got it trademarked. No, apparently they oh. don't talk. <laughs> they this don't is a real fashion headline. <laughs> she applied for her new beauty line that she was hoping to launch, but she didn't talk to her husband, Justin Bieber, who already had the that Bieber so Beauty. Random. Yeah, Bieber Beauty was already trademarked. I feel so. like they also don't leave their house, so wouldn't that come up at some point? Do they talk to each other? We <laughs> True. don't know. True. Okay, so that was a real... You, you only have two more chances to win this. <laughs> Okay, so... Okay. Okay. Second headline. Global retailer Adidas has developed an eco-friendly sneaker using sea urchin shells as the base. I'm going to go with the true. Just it's because, fake. Oh, <laughs> I made that up. I get, okay, I took that because I get the most random things that are like eco-friendly made, made out of like, like plastic bottles. I guess the cue would have been the sea urchins. Yeah, because I just had that last night. I love sea urchins. I've never had it. I only like expensive things, apparently, because <laughs> I didn't know. It was like, oh, is it really expensive? It's expensive. Oh, <laughs> you're like, don't get it. Ooh, don't eat that again. But All it's right. so good. So, okay. Michaela, two, Brian, zero. <laughs> It's not me. Got one more it's shot. the internet. <laughs> but Adidas is a sustainability focused company. They do a lot of okay. initiatives, so I tried That's to throw you I would, off. Yeah. I just I went to their press that. preview and I was like, oh, yeah. Mm. <laughs> this one will get Brian. <laughs> yeah. But Adidas, they've been quietly working on some sustainability stuff for their company. And they have this initiative for 2020 where they'll only be using. Well, they'll be phasing out using virgin plastic. So it's all recyclable stuff oh, nice. and using organic cotton. So they have sustainability stuff that they're not really promoting. But not sea urchins. Not, not sea urchins. <laughs> That's just me. <laughs> okay, last one. I mean, you lost already. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I can still get my point. <laughs> okay, let's change it up. You'll get triple points if yeah, you get this all correct. or nothing. There we go. Okay. Double or nothing. That's what it is. <laughs> Right? It's all or nothing. Because <laughs> even right. double, okay. no one wins. <laughs> okay. Creative director Virgil Abloh sent Louis Vuitton branded do-it-yourself kite-making kits to all his fashion show attendees. This was for this past menswear season. I want to say true. It was true. Oh, okay. Woo! All right, there we go. Yay, you win. Everyone's <laughs> I feel like a that winner. would be like a random fashion thing to send out a kite kit. Yeah, it was a cute kit. It was the. Did you make it? 
I didn't make it. Oh. It no, like, no, no. Did you make it once you got the kit? Did you get a kit? I didn't get a kit. Oh. <laughs> I'm too low down. <laughs> I didn't go to any men's. Okay. Yeah, I didn't do any men's wear shows. <laughs> Funny. Okay, not even going into that. You can purchase a $3,500 Jenga kit from Louis Vuitton now. So in addition to this little $3,500? Yeah, $3,500 Jenga, you know? The Is little... it like jumbo? You know the like it's not jumbo. Ones? It's like <laughs> it's like the it's tiny regular one. size. <laughs> wow. Okay. It's cute. I'm sure it looks cute on like a coffee table, but like my it'll coffee fall over table, right my birthday is in July. <laughs> For all you subscribers, you know what to get. <laughs> I mean, Virgil, you can send it to me. <laughs> so the kite, it was a part of his menswear show theme was to get back to boyhood. Oh, uh, playing games. Cute. I'm good at playing games, so you can send me. A, a kite? kit? A kite? No. no, I want the Jenga. I don't want the kite. Yeah. <laughs> Send me the 3500 Jenga. We'll call yes. it Yes. Yeah. So you win. <laughs> Woo! Yay. What are your daily reads? What do you have to read to prepare for your day during the week? During the work week? For work? <laughs> I mean, just um, for you to, whether it's your own personal self-wellness. Sadly, Instagram is pretty much where I get news. That okay. is not wellness. <laughs> okay. Well, well, you can follow like wellness brands. And no, stuff like that. that's okay, all, all right. a bunch of crock. <laughs> <laughs> so then, what's the new thing that I should be looking for? There's nothing. It's just new variations on what we already have. <laughs> yeah, uh, sustainability is huge. I know, that's like, why I tried to throw you off. A the... straw trend is huge. Reusable lunch bags and stuff like that is really big. Anything that you can throw eco-friendly on is a big thing. I feel like that's where a lot of the pitches are coming from. Yeah, we did a so. huge sustainability thing for Oprah magazine and for the April issue this year. Oh, really? We had everything you just said. We had sustainable straws and mm-hmm. like the reusable and the reusable <laughs> yeah, everything. The bags, yeah. Yes, the reusable lunch bags. Yeah. Everything. I feel really bad, but I tried to do the straw. There's this one that closes up into like a little little pocket that you can clip to your keys it's called final straw and it's really cool that sounds like it has a lot of creases where bacteria can live i haven't hopped on the reusable straw but i will say we should be switching to paper straws paper straws suck how about you just everybody complains about them but i like them no people say they change the flavor of whatever you're drinking i just went to london and every place gave us paper straws even starbucks yeah they tried it here and it sucked starbucks had paper straws here really yes I had one at Union Square. It was crappy. I was like, please do not do this to me again. No, really? Juice Jen had it. I'm just like, why are you doing this to me? Well, we gave up quick. Yeah, me. (laughs) I told you. Well, see, they should have forced the paper on you. and then They did. But if you don't feel like taking it, then you should just not use a straw instead of plastic. Okay, I'd rather (laughs) just have my lid open and just chug it back before I use a paper straw. That's so gross. Do you have any daily grooming? I know men say grooming because only women do beauty. Do you have any grooming products that you use that you've um, tried at Best Products? I'm really into, I love face masks, like sheet masks. Really? Love them. I've read that face masks are just a whole sham, but go ahead. Tell me. Uh, wait, if you do one. So I got into a really good routine like three months back and kind of fell off of it. But I was doing like a like a moisturizing sheet mask every night for like 20 minutes 
It was like my routine. It felt so good. My skin had never looked better. What's in the sheet mask? What I get them of... at this Korean beauty. No, tell me what's in it. Oh, like, I don't so know. I can... No. no I'm one of those people who doesn't really like look at what's in it. But that, and then I tried out those little jade rollers that are kind of a sham that you like rub on your face. No, I like those. I like it, but I feel push... like, a, like a dork when I'm doing it because it's just a stone just that you. you're rubbing. It's just you who's watching you. No one's going to know you're a dork. But then I'm like believing it. No, it works because you have <laughs> to like, push the well, product. Well, your skin is flawless. So Thank you. We clearly, should I should keep doing it. But you have to push the product into your face. So serums Love and, and serums. oils, you have to push it in. And moisturizer, you just rub on top. And that's fine. Oh. So that's why you need the jade rollers. I didn't know that. Also, okay, so I got it in the first week. I did was waving it all around. And then I talked to some, oh, the beauty editor at Best Products. And she was like, oh, you know the directions you're supposed to go. And I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> She's like, you don't go in towards no. your nose. You go away from your nose. Yeah, because that's the and oiliest like, oh, part of your face. I know. I just, <laughs> I messed up. But we got on the right track, and my skin had never looked better. Also, we should talk about how we did not know that we worked at Hearst. One day, I was just in the cafeteria. And right! I was like, what? <laughs> One day, I was randomly walking to get my regular order of grilled cheese with avocado and tomato that I've been ordering <laughs> since I was an intern at Elle magazine. And I see Brian Murray Jr. <laughs> so what are you doing here in my building? Mind you, we hadn't seen each other since the end of our internship at yeah. um, winter 2012. And this was, what, like last year, so 2018? Yeah. And I looked up and I was like, oh, my God, Michaela. I was like, what are you doing here? She's like, I work here. I was like, what? And I had been at Hearst for two years at that point. Crazy. And never ran into you. No. Yeah. What a small world. What? We were meant well, to be. I always run into Alan. Really? At the most random times. It'll be on the street. He'll be there. I ran into him like three or four times. Alan is everywhere. He yeah. was also on this podcast, so you guys should listen to that oh, episode. I'm glad. So now they know. They'll know who Alan is. <laughs> Alan Diamond, World Tour. World Tour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where can we find you on the internet? Or do you care about people finding you on the internet? I don't. It's really easy, though. If Now that you know my name, Brian Murray Jr., it's... Did I say it enough? Brian Murray Jr.? It's at, at Brian Murray Jr. All right. Well, thank you for <laughs> thank coming Thank you so on much today. for having me.